Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Parshas Vayeshev. This week's learning should be as chos for Fushlema for Ephraim Yitzchak Ben Avivachaya, Charnamash Bas Vilter, Ratzmas Rochel, Shmuel Shayan Zion Bechavachava, Menachem Mordechai Ben Afirachai, Bas Tova, Ephraim Ben Yafa, Michachai Ben Saru, Chama Permalkalea, Bas Chanaserl, and Lilishmas, Henya Bas Yechil Mechol. So, Parshas Vayeshev, we have the disturbing stories of Yosef being sent down to Mitzrayim by his brothers and ultimately being sold to Potiphar. Uh, and, and then we know the story with Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife. Uh, tries to entice Yosef to do an Avera with her, and Yosef, Yosef withstands that. And as the Torah tells us the story of Yosef and the encounter with Potiphar's wife, it says, she caught hold of him by his clothing. This is in Paraklamates Pasak Yudbez. Lamar saying, Shikhva imi, lie with me. Vayazev Bigdai Biyada, he left his garment in her in her hand and he ran and he ra- fled and he ran outside now the 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 pasuk is telling us the story that happened right potiphar's wife uh, really wanted to try to get yosef to do the avera with her and so she grabbed him by the jacket and he la- leaves his jacket in her in her hands but on a deeper level and we know that as we mention here all the time that Every word of, of Torah is meant for us to learn something from every single Jew in every single generation. And so therefore, I want to share with you a, an idea by Reb Herschel Liska. Reb Herschel Liska uh, was, was uh, the Rebbe of, of Reb Shaila Kerestir. Reb Shaila Kerestir, the people go to his... Uh, Kaver so much over the last few years. Rav Heshliska, who was the Rebbe of Rav Shaila Kerestir, offers the following idea on this pasuk, and he 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 brings this down to the way we we're supposed to deal with the Yitzhara. So he says the Chazal tell us the Gemara tells us in the Gemara in Sukkah and Daf Nun Beis tells us that when Mashiach comes, Hashem is going to take the Yitzhara and he's going to shecht it and he's going to shecht it in 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 front of the tzaddikim and the rishaim and to tzaddikim he's going to look like a tremendous mountain, and they're going to cry and say, how did we ever overcome such a strong Yitzhahara? And the Rishayim are going to see him as like a thin thread, and they're going to cry and say, uh, how could we not have overcome such a small such a small Yitzhahara, right? So both of them are going to be crying, the Tzadikim and the Rishayim. The, Rish- the Tzadikim are going to say, how did we ever overcome this huge Yitzhahara that's like a mountain? And the Rishayim are going to cry, how did we not overcome this small little Yitzhahara? And he asked the question, he says, I don't understand. Which one is the Yitzhahara like? Is he really like a mountain, or is he like a thread? Right? If it's one or the other, the Yitzhahara is the Yitzhahara. And, and so therefore, which one of them is right? Which one of them is perceiving the, the Yitzhahara correctly? And maybe the other one, the other one doesn't have the, the claim and the, and the cause for tears as it seems. So he says the truth is that it's it, the truth is that the Yitzhar appears in different ways. The Yitzhar appears to every single person in the way that's most likely to get that person to do an Avera. Right? He comes to each person. He's not going to attack somebody in an area where that person has no weakness. So he comes to each person in the way that's most likely to get them to do the Avera. So what does that mean? So what does that mean? So what does this mean? What's this? Is this just imagery that he's like a mountain? He's like a thread? So Rebeshel Eliska explains as follows. He says that when he comes to Rishayim, what's the, what's, the, what's the approach that he comes to when he comes to a Russia? A Russia is somebody who, who lives in a life of Averas, a life of sin. And he says to him, he says to this person, when he wants him to do worse sins, when he wants him to do more Averis, so he says to him, he says, you know, your Averis 
are, are they're inconsequential. Yeah, it's true that you did a lot of averis, but they don't really mean that much, right? It's a, they're small things. What's the difference? You think Hashem really cares that you ate something that may not have been kosher? You really think Hashem cares about a little bit of lashon hara? He minimizes the sin. So it's not that the yetsahara appears like a thread. The yetsahara comes to the Russia with the argument that oh, your your averis were small things. They're thinnest threads. They're meaningless. They're not important. He makes the Russia's Averis appear to him as if they're sins. And therefore the Russia gives in to that and says, Oh, you know what? My Averis are not a big deal. What's the difference if I do a few more Averis? Nothing's going to happen. He makes them feel small. Now that tactic will never work against a Tzaddik because a Tzaddik takes his Averis seriously. So what is the Yitzhah? How, how do you get a Tzaddik to try to do an Avera? The Yitzhah says to the Tzaddik, the Yitzhah tries the reverse tactic. He blows up the few Averis that a Tzaddik has, right? We know that there's no person in the world who doesn't sin. So the Tzaddik has done some Averis. But the Tzaddik's Averis are really small. See, the Russia's Averis were really big. He didn't, he didn't keep kosher. Maybe he was with people he wasn't supposed to be with. He's done serious Averis. And the Yitzhah says, nah, they're small things. They're not important. The Tzaddik's done some small Averis. He's, done, he's made some mistakes. But the Yitzhah tries to tell the Tzaddik, he says... You want the tzaddik comes down to daven or learn. He says to him, "You want to learn and you want to daven. You did such big averas. He makes mountains out of the out of the tzaddik's averas. The tzaddik who did a small avera made a small mistake. He says." You're going to come, Davin, after what you did last week, that thing that, that other people might think are small of errors, that's a mountain. How dare you try to serve Hashem now after you did such a mountain of an avera last week? Therefore, at the end of time, when Mashiach comes and Hashem shows everybody the Yetzirahs, the, the, we're going to see the tactics of the Yetzirah. The Rishon, we're going to see, oh, you, you minimize these things. You made them like a Chut HaSaira. And they're going to cry because really they realize their Averas were much bigger. And the Tzaddikim, when he tries to, when he tries to get them not to continue in the Avodah Hashem, it's because you made my Averas look bigger than they were. You made me, you made me over, over, be overly concerned. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to exactly what you're supposed to, how we're supposed to respond to that. He quotes a vart from Rav Meir Primishlaner. He says that Rav Meir Primishlaner asked the question. It says, it says in the Pasuk in Ovadia that, uh, that when Mashiach comes, they're going to judge the mountain of Esav. And the question uh, is, why, why is he considered a mountain? Right? Why is it considered, why is the Esav considered a mountain? So he said, Rav Meir Primishlaner answered that we know that the Yetzirah, and from last week's parasha, the Sarshal Esav, it's the same thing, right? The Satan, the Yetzirah, the Sarsh of it's all the same thing. The, the Sarsh of is, is the Yetzirah. And there's a famous question that why is, why, the Gemara that we quoted before from Sukkah, why is it that Hashem is going to kill the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah just was doing his job, right? Hashem created the Yetzirah to get people to do Averis or to challenge people with Averis. So the Yetzirah did his job. So if Mayor Primishlana said that, uh, that, the the HR was only tasked with with the first approach, with the tactic of minimizing the averas in front of people, so that they'll do more averas. He was never authorized to go to after tzaddikim and try to maximize their averas. Tactic number two, and that's why he deserves to be punished. He he wasn't created for that. He was only cre- created for tactic number one to minimize averas, but not to maximize averas. So therefore, now let's go back to our our our, our discussion. Now that we know that the Yetzirah is going to be punished for what he did to the Tzaddikim by making their Averis seem like mountains, right? He was only supposed to, the, the, really what the Yetzirah is created to do is just to minimize Averis and therefore people who are inclined to Averis will do more Averis because they'll think their Averis are not so important. But not to maximize them to the Tzaddikim, to try to get the Tzaddikim to think that their Averis were so bad and therefore maybe they would, they would, they would be afraid to continue serving Hashem. So he says, this we can see, we can explain the Pasuk that we started off with. But to, the, 
Patispaseu Bivigdai, that that Potiphar's wife grabbed onto Yosef's clothing, saying, Live with me. That the, the remez there is, this is somebody, there's a hint here to somebody who already uh, did Averis, right? Because Bigdai, the word for clothing, Beged, is also the word for Bogade, Bogade, which is to rebel. As we had two weeks ago in Parshas uh, Toldos, it says that when, when Yaakov walked in with Esau's clothing to Yitzchak to steal the brachas, it says that he, V'yorech Ezreach Begadav, that Yitzchak smelled the smell of the, of the, uh, of the clothing. And the Medrash says that is talking about his, Begadav, his rebelliousness, right? That, uh, Yitzchak smelled on Yaakov the smell of some of the people who would come out of him, some Jews later on, Yosef Meshisa and Yaakov of Tzereres. These were Rishon amongst the Jewish people uh, during the second base of Megdash. And they, they, um, they later did tshuva, and that's what Yitzchak was smelling on them. But it's it's a lotion of rebelliousness that he smelled the the rebels of the Jewish people, right? So what what's happening here? But she grabbed onto his rebelliousness. What does that mean? She's reminding Potiphar's wife is acting as the Yitzharia. She's trying to get Yosef to sin. She grabs onto Yosef's rebelliousness, the small averas that Yosef had done thus far. As Rashi tells us earlier in this parak, in earlier in Parak Lamites on Pasuk Vav, when it says that Yosef 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 was Mara, he was handsome and he was and he had he, he was pleasant appearing. And uh, Rashi says, Kibun Shara since Yosef saw himself as a ruler, he would eat and drink and he would play with his hair. Right? Your, your father is mourning you, your your uh, your playing with you here I'm going to instigate the beer against you right so Yosef of course this was on Yosef's level this was considered to be an Avera so Potiphar's wife comes to him with the with the with the claim of the Yitzhara you think you're going to withstand and not do the Avera I want you to do an Avera with me you think you're better than that you think you're going to continue to serve Hashem I know that you already did those Averas as Rashi points out I know you did those uh, Averas right and therefore she tries to she tries to maximize that with the with the idea of the Eight Sahara. she says ah, you're such a you're a Balavera already you're a Baltaiva you, you ate you drank you you fixed your hair to make yourself look beautiful you're a Balavera you think you could serve Hashem now somebody like you who's done these types of Averas is now going to serve Hashem, she uses the Yetzirah's second tactic. Okay, so Yosef, Yosef Atzadik, who would be called Yosef Atzadik, is faced with the Yetzirah the way he, he inappropriately, as Rav Meryl explained to us, the Yetzirah inappropriately comes after Yosef in the form of Potiphar's wife and says, you've done so many terrible Averas. He makes, he blows it, she blows his Averas out of proportion like the Yetzirah does. Now, how does Yosef respond? This is, this is the point that we need to learn. So Yosef responds, Yosef says, I don't want to hear it. Yosef says, maybe those the Averis I did were so bad. Maybe they were terrible Averis. But I could still do tshuva. And I don't know if they were so bad, but even if they were, I could do I could do tshuva. I could do tshuva. And therefore, what is what's Yosef t- teaching every one of us? What's the words of the Pasuk? He left his, again, there's the word beged, which we said the Pashup Shad is he left his jacket, his clothing in her hand. But he left his rebelliousness in her hand. He left his earlier Averis. He, she came to him with his earlier Averas, small or big, but she makes them seem really big and wants to discourage him from trying to serve Hashem, he leaves them in her hands, and he runs out, he runs out of the house. 
He runs to the next thing he has to do in Avodah Hashem. Right now, I don't care what I did before. And maybe what your, your claim, if we were sitting here and, and, and I was analyzing it, maybe your claim that I did big Averis is, it, it, it has merit to it. But I know that Hashem wants me to continue to work on myself, to continue in my Avodah Hashem, to go up to the next Madrega, to do Tshuva. If I have to do Tshuva on the Averis, I'll do Tshuva. But not to let those Averis bring me down further. Not to let those Averis discourage me from serving Hashem further. I'm going to I'm going to leave the rebelliousness in your hands. You can hang on to those Mr. Yetzirah, Mrs. Yetzirah. I'm not going to focus on those. I'm going to I'm going to go out of that mindset. I'm going to leave. I'm going to flee from that mindset that because I did something I shouldn't have done, that defines who I am. And I'm going to go outside of that. And I'm going to run to the next my next job in Avodah Hashem. So this Pasuk seems like a Pasuk that's just describing to us this this uh, event that happened, but the way Rav Hashalisk explains it is unbelievable. The Yitzhar comes and he grabs onto our rebelliousness and he tells us, You're such a lo- you're low life. You can't, how could you serve Hashem? So continue to do Averis. Continue to do Averis. But uh, the way that Sadiq, the way Yosef teaches every Jew, and every Jew has that Sadiq inside of him, every Jew could be a Sadiq, right? I'm leaving it behind. I'm not letting that drag me down. Vayanas, I'm going to escape them. I'll escape them through tshuva. Vayetze achutzen. I'm going to run on to my next job in avodas Hashem. I'm not going to let those averes uh, uh, affect me. It's a, such a beautiful idea that that, that, that Rav Heshel is teaching us um, that the way that a person has to respond to this Yetzirah, because we know that the Yetzirah comes at us in these ways. And a person therefore has to say, the Yetzirah tells you, oh, you're going to go daven this morning. I know what you did yesterday. I know the things that you were thinking about yesterday. I know some of the Lashon Hari you spoke yesterday. Those are monumental averas. How dare you come daven to Hashem? The way a Jew has to say is, I'll reckon with those later. I'll do tshuva. I'll deal with that. But right now, my job is to go daven. Right now, my job is to make a bracha. It doesn't matter what I've done until now. It doesn't matter. Leave that aside. That's you. You can hold on to that, Mr. Yetzirah. I'm going to. I'm going to serve Hashem the way. And I saw the, the, almost the same vart. He starts with two pesukim earlier. We don't have time for it now. About when she says Yosef when she's talking to him every day. But he also ends off this point, and he says that when Yosef says this is from uh, I don't know if I mentioned Rav Yishua Heshel of Mezbiz. He was uh, I think he was an einikel of the Aptarav. So he says that Vayazev Bigda When Yosef leaves his clothing in a hand, what's he? What's the, what's that answer? He says. You, a person turns to the Yetzirah and says, I'm not denying that I did Averis. Yes, I did the things you, you're accusing me of, of doing. But right now, all I want, my entire Ratzon is, I want to connect myself to Hashem. And, I, and I'm and i certain that Hashem will accept my tshuva and he will, he'll, he'll forgive me because we know that Hashem is Melech Moichel V'Soleach. And therefore, by Yonas V'Yetzechutza, I can therefore leave it all behind me and run out. It's very, very similar uh, thought that he that he shares. He just says it a little bit differently. But I I think this, this, this message is so important for us because this is such a tactic that the Yitzhara uses against all of us all the time. Right? We, 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 we don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe, how could Hashem want to hear from me after everything I've done? That is the Yitzhara speaking. The way that a Jew deals with that is, yeah, I'll do, I'm going to do tshuva. But right now, no matter what I've done, I, 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 I go on to the next thing. I serve Hashem the best of my ability and I'll, I'll make those cheshbonis and I'll deal with the averis that I did and I'll do tshuva on them. And I, but I, but I, but I, I set in my mind right now that all I want is to serve Hashem and continue. And by Yonas I wish you all a wonderful, beautiful Shabbos.